Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. Can it be? Yes, it can. A new year, would you believe? 2024. I can remember a time when I was reading down there when that sounded like a long way in the future. And we're here and we're a bit older. However, the jazz is as good as ever. And this is the second part of our look back to some of the best in modern and contemporary jazz. Jumping in with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, welcome to the second part of our review of the best in our humble opinions of the great crop of jazz releases over the last year. And looking through the lists of the best of the year through the various publications, one thing becomes clear. They're all different. Of course, there's certain overlaps, but the divergence shows... I think what a great year we've had for jazz and how much there is to explore in this fantastic music. So not least, of course, the contributions from H and me. So H, what's been a thoroughly sobering experience this year and what's left you terrifically giddy other than your bill from the off license? <laughs> yeah, always the way, isn't it? Um, yeah, where did I go? I don't know. Old, new, there's so much great stuff kicking around. I have gone way back to one of our all-time favourites back to the 1970s, Ralph Towner, still playing and uh, had a new one out at first light, which actually I really enjoyed it sounded really good not 12 string just on the six string classical very different and we had the pleasure of seeing Meta Henrietta drifting at the London Jazz Festival we saw her this year cracking album very different stuff there and uh, one which is a birthday present actually but a second from Kendrick Scott on I think Blue Note Corridors brilliant stuff played that about six times back to back yeah we, in fact we probably we did have a word with Ralph we might do another special on reflecting on his career a bit later on it was a bit rambling but then aren't we all uh, following on from uh, what we're saying from me I've got sailing into the sunset basking in the warm feeling familiar and to start here's song for Cleo from the Vanessa Perica Orchestra
Terrific stuff indeed. Following on from the success of her first album, Love is a Temporary Madness, which still gets regular plays by me, that was Song from Cleo from Vanessa Perica's second release for her orchestra, The Eye is the First Circle. And as hoped, it charts her development as a composer and a band leader. And as with Duke Ellington and Count Basie before, she really writes to showcase some of Australia's finest players, including Cole McKay and Julian Wilson on saxes. Julian, a friend of the programme who writes to us from time to time and still listens, I'm glad to say, Andrew. Maria Keller on piano, Sam Anning on bass, and Ben van der Waal on drums, all of whom have appeared on the show, as, along as the rest of a swinging and tight 18 Peaks orchestra. Definitely one to watch, and perhaps H as you're heading down under, you uh, you might even get a chance to see her live. That's actually a, an interesting thought. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, good call. Good call. I'll keep my eye open for that. Very fine indeed, and sort of great echoes of, well, Maria Schneider. I think she must be a bit of a Maria Schneider fan, because you can sort of hear a bit of that. And also, again, uh, a regular we've played on this show several times and had the great pleasure of interviewing Katharina Winfeld uh, a year or two back who was playing at the London Jazz Festival again with that wonderful modern driving big band sound charming so, too thoroughly yeah. charming and I love the fact they do take you know you can you can hear that they've listened to Duke Ellington and some of the great big bands of the 40s and 50s or whatever and then they've got this modern feel to it as well and uh, yeah, perhaps Maria Schneider the best known of the big bands quirky but very well respected in the business but you have to think Vanessa definitely will have heard of her and I'm sure will be a fan and elements of that there terrific sound really really good indeed uh, this next gentleman, well, we've been listening to him for, um, rather embarrassingly, about 50-plus years or something. Mm. Ralph Towner. Uh, first albums came out, I think, that I was aware of, only in the 1970s, rather worrying, and one of our all-time favourite albums, perhaps Solstice, his first uh, of two Solstice albums with uh, Jan Garbrick, of course, uh, came out again in the 1970s. He is still going. I mean, he hasn't played with Jan for a long, long time, but mostly goes out pretty much solo these days. We saw him two or three years ago. Uh, just off the back of lockdown, and we did an interview with him then, as we say, which was quite long and rambling. And he admitted very frankly and candidly that he'd been suffering in lockdown. He says, "You know what? You lose, you lose your chops. You lose. You're not getting out there, and you lose your confidence because you're not going out in the same way." He says, "I'm just trying to get back my sort of performance confidence and style again." And, and he had a few fluffs, and he was very, very open about it. Um, but he brought a little album out on the ECM. He's been an ECM artist for a long time. This year, in first light, it was called. And you know what? Very good indeed. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Classic Ralph, sounding as good as ever. And from this one, I've chosen Fat Foot.
cracking stuff, great sound, great ECM sound. And Ralph, he must be, is he 80 now, 81? I can't remember, he yeah, must be yeah. in his early 80s. Incredible that he's still playing at that standard. And he said, you know, it's get, it gets harder. And who knows, he might stop one day. But there it was, it came out, I think, in spring of 2023, March, April time, at first light on ECM. Uh, got great reviews and I've thoroughly enjoyed it, must admit. Just looking at one on uh, online, one of the reviews saying, if you love the sound of the acoustic guitar, do yourself a favour and listen to this recording. Place the record on the turntable, slip the CD in the tray, press play, he says, on your streaming service, turn up the volume a notch higher than you might and close your eyes as if by magic Ralph Towner is in your home playing the songs from At First Light. Really intimate, close-miked sound. It is a lovely recording sound, as is always the case. And uh, Ralph acknowledges in the liner notes that upon meeting Manfred Eicher back in the 70s, he found his approach to recording music and the standards of quality, really, uh, he really enjoyed what Eicher was doing. So they've maintained a partnership ever since. And I think that's pretty much all he's recorded on since the 1970s on ECM. And so we don't know Ralph. There are dozens of Ralph Towner albums out there to go for with various Oregon and himself. Uh, check it out. But you could do do no worse than starting with this one and working backwards if you wanted to. Of course, Oregon, the other band he's had a lifetime involvement with. That uh, I was on various different labels, including Vanguard and uh, had a number of Italian labels as well. Uh, next from me, an album that spent a long time on repeat in the car was Cuban pianist and composer Manuel Valera's quintet release, Vessel. Here's Sunset. <laughs>
all the tracks by one are original and Manuel Valera's vessel. And he says that all of the tracks actually honour his favourite jazz musicians and he very much wrote them as platforms for improvisation rather than as extended arrangements. Lovely album this, quite a departure from his award-winning Latin jazz big band, the New Cuban Express, and a really good band too. John Ellis on sax, Alec Norris on trumpet, Hamish Smith on bass, Mark Whitfield Jr. on the drums, and of course Manuel Valera on piano. Vessel is on the crisscross label and is worth repeated listenings. Mm, it certainly is. Listening to the second part of Jumping In's Best of 2023, Chris and myself, H, looking back through some of our favourite albums over the last 12 months. Lots to choose from, so many and uh, so many new artists coming up, as well as old established ones and new and old labels as well. Edition doing very well. We're very fond of Crisscross coming in, some uh, wonderful stuff from New Zealand coming across as well. And old folks like ECM. I'm going to stick with ECM for this one, actually. So it's, it's a, I was going to say a new artist, Meta Henrietta, has the privilege, I think, of being the only ECM artist to debut on the label with a double album a few years back, which was great and worth seeking out in itself, but she's followed that up with something even better in many ways called Drifting. And it's very different, again, like a lot of ECM music, not one for your car, but it's the sort of music to sit and maybe drift to, lose yourself in it, and we had the great pleasure of seeing it at London this year. Anyway, here we go. This is with Johan Lindfall, I Vilvind.
Just hangs in the air there. I will win Meta Henrietta on uh, tenor sax. Johan Lindvall on piano and Judith Hammond at the cello. And as I uh, said before at the beginning of the track there, we had the great pleasure of seeing them perform this music live, which is quite a thing to see, really. It sounds like there's more than three. She was supporting Charles Lloyd at the London Jazz Festival uh, 2023. I think the audience, they were all there for Charles, really. I think some of them totally dug it. Others weren't too sure. One or two, I think, walked out because it's like that. It's very, she played one 45-minute, one-hour set, linking all the pieces together in a continuous flow. And they're all, there's nothing up and boppy that you're going to get up and dance to. It's all that very contemplative, drifting sort of sound of music. A very different style. Part Sammy, part Norwegian in her origins and uh, sort of works across various uh, styles. Has a big band as well. And like I said, her first album referenced tango and all sorts of different sounds and working between trio and her big band. This one, just with the trio drifting, has had great uh, reception in 2023. A contemporary music star on the rise, according to John Fordham in The Guardian. I wouldn't disagree with that. And I rather like the uh, comment of Marina Abramovich, the performance artist, who's been, uh, I think, celebrating her 70th or 75th uh, birthday this year, who just said, Meta Henrietta is different. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that. Wonderful stuff. Indeed, you can't. And uh, you know, the, it's a, the uh, to see her playing in a large concert hall was an interesting experience, as you say. A lot of people there for Charles Lloyd at the Barbican, but it is a very big hall, and perhaps the uh, intimacy and the the uh, space within the music would reflect better in a mm, small jazz club. Yes. Difficult to say. Some people were confused by it. Now, for me, a relatively new name on the scene: saxophonist Andrew Baker, who splits his time between the UK and Spain, studying jazz and composition at the Royal Conservatoire in Scotland with Tommy Smith and Julian Arguelles. He went on to do a Master's in Jazz Performance and Modern Music at Conservatory Superior de Musica de Lisieux in Barcelona. From his recent release, Warmy, here's Shaman. <laughs>
Originally hailing from Peru, Andrew Baker there, and he says the album was inspired by the concept of duality, uh, duality and complementarity. Chachawomi aspects that are part of the Quechua culture of the Peruvian Andes. He brings together a variety of musicians from different cultures and generations to play his music. I think you'll agree. It's a swinging party all the way through. The album has a lovely light Mediterranean feel throughout and has been another regular for the car. I think Andrew joined by Felix Rossi on trumpet, Albert Bova on piano, Masa Kamaguchi on bass and Carlos Falanga on the drums with Sarah Lou adding some vocals and speech. Cracking stuff. It is Jumping In Review of the Year, Part 2. Kendrick Scott, my next one on the table, and asking a question which a lot of people do at this time of the year. What day is it?
Hi, this is Dave Holland. I just want to let you know you're listening to Manx Radio. The show is Jumping In with Chris and H. Hope you enjoy it. Keep listening.
latecomer for me. Sonic Wonderland, Harumi, Wanted. Can be a very frenetic player, but great stuff on this one. Harumi on keyboards, Hadrian Farrow on bass, Gene Cove drums, Adam O'Farrell on trumpets, and some great pedaled trumpet as well. Quirky as ever, and an amazing player. Sometimes really full on, but there's a real good mix on this one. Before that, uh, an album, like I said, I played about six times back to back after I got it. It was a birthday present, funnily enough. Which was, of course, Kendrick Scott Corridors' latest on a blue note with uh, Walter Smith III on sax, Ruben Rogers on bass. Uh, thoroughly recommend that one. And Alex said this was a latecomer, but I've been enjoying this as well. Hiromi is an absolute bundle of energy. Managed to catch her live at the Barbados Jazz Festival many years ago. And last from me now, a sophomore album from a young German pianist whose album I enjoyed. His first, Christian Frentzen's Second Encounter, sees him bringing together a number of different trios, quartets, and quintets, as well as a string quartet and numerous guests including guitarist Nia Felder on this track. Christian says he used the time during lockdown to try his hand at many different styles of composition including jazz, blues, folk, world music and writing for strings. He said he sees the album as a collage, a kind of playlist that contains all of his favourite influences. Here's Familiar Feelings and I have a familiar feeling that we'll be back with some great music again next week. Certainly will. Bye for now. Be good. <laughs>